Welcome to Mindless Digital, where we talk about stuff, have fun, and nothing ever gets done. Enjoy. What's up, guys? It's Dave here with another episode of Mindless Digital. Actually, this is episode number 26. I think I'm going to call it, There Goes My Resolution. Uh, Because first day back at work after the new year, I almost broke my resolution. And and if you listen to the episode, I think it was two episodes ago, where my wife and I and my uh, 21-year-old son, Julian, talked about our New Year's resolutions. Uh, One of the ones that I talked about, or what I mentioned was, that I wanted to not worry about those things that I can't control, uh, specifically at work. And so it was like, that's that's what I'm going to focus on for 2021. And first day back, I, I, I almost broke my resolution. And it, it's, it's important that I not let these work issues get to me because uh, for me, it's better for my mental health. Um, you know, it's it's just less drama and stress that is unnecessary in life. You basically can look at it as a way of improving your total quality of life because you're balancing work and home and, and everything, family. So basically what my goal was was to kind of work on achieving or finding my balance and inner peace so that I can feel good about work and not feel like, fuck. I got to find a new job. I hate it here. Uh, I, you know, I hate this person or I hate the way what they do because sometimes, you know, work gets to you. Uh, issues happen and sometimes they're avoidable and sometimes they're not. Uh, you have coworkers that will do, you know, the wrong thing and then it affects everybody in, in the office or at the job. And that's been my biggest struggle is is the person or persons working up at the front desk with patients, whether they're, re- uh, you know, scheduling them or registering them or whatever. And they make a mistake and it affects me directly. And I'm the one that it falls on and I have to fix the problem. Um, for instance, got a patient and they'll take they'll take a phone call. The patient wants to schedule for an exam MRI. Okay. And I said, well, do you have a doctor's order? It's like, yeah, I have the doctor's order right here. It's like, okay, well, what did the doctor order? I said, MRI, the lumbar spine. It's like, okay, that's one exam. It takes 45 minutes. They schedule you for an hour. Patient shows up with with the orders in their hand. And it's not one, but two or three exams. And then they're expecting to get seen that day. And so they come back. It's like, uh, David, we made a mistake here and uh, we scheduled this patient over the phone with their orders and we thought it was just one exam and it's three exams. Can, can we do this today? And I'm busy from the time that I get to work. I already have the patient ready to go till um, I'm usually leaving there at six, seven o'clock at night. So it's one patient after another. It's not like I get these breaks every now and then we may have somebody that doesn't show up or they reschedule, but it does not happen all that often. And so that that's the biggest, that's the number one 
issue that I have. And then there's others. So it's like, you know what? I, I got to do better this year. I got to do better because they're not doing better. So I, I can't let those mistakes affect me. And then my whole day is ruined or my whole week is ruined. Or at the end of the year, I had a fucked up year at work and it sucks. So I thought, man, how, how am I going to accomplish this? How can I ha make this happen? And so I found a couple of different ways. I did the, some research on it. And uh, one of the ways is like I found this online article. Um, I forget the website. I think it was called medium.com. And it's titled Strategies to Finding Your Balance and Inner Peace. And basically, it says that um, inner peace is a choice. And many of your habits determine how much peace you experience in your daily life. Balance is not only a thing you must achieve, but you should make it a lifestyle. So, okay. All right. Let's look into this. And then he gave a list of nine different things that you could um, work on. And number one, it says, focus your attention on those things that you can control. Okay. Why worry about those things you can't control? It's just going to put you in a bad mood, right? Just like it does at work. I can't control how they schedule patients. And I can only control how I react or how I act about it. So I have to ask myself, is, like, is this something that I can control? No. Should I worry about it? No. If I do worry about it, does it benefit me in any kind of way? No. So then... Fuck it, just deal with it, you know? And, you know, as, as human beings, we have to figure out what are those things that are within our control and anything that's outside of our control is just a distraction that's going to put stress in your life and we got to cut that out. Well, you got to get rid of it. Because as I get older, more stress that I get, it just makes it more difficult to deal with. And... I mean, that's that's true of anybody. But as as you, you get older, you want to put up with less bullshit in your life. You know, you want to eliminate as much stress as you can, because as you get into those so-called golden years and you just want to enjoy life, you just want to enjoy family and everything about it. When you eliminate the stress, it makes it easier for you to achieve that. Focusing your attention on those things that you can control. So that's number one thing to, to work on. Uh, spending time in nature, you know, you, you, you're, you're cooped up in your office or in whatever cubicle for eight, nine, 10 hours a day. And that's if you work inside, some people work outside, but even if you work outside, you know, you're not taking advantage of, um, you know, noticing the trees, the birds and the quiet space and things like that. So um, that's, that's what it says to do is to spend time in nature. Okay. So forget all the luxuries of home, you know, the game systems, your cell phones, social media platforms, television, all the stuff that distracts you and keeps you occupied. And, you know, back then, back in the day, we didn't have these things to deal with. Those were distractions that we had, you know, and as we evolved as a society, these things were introduced to entertain us. But as we entertain ourselves, 
You know, we are moving away from being together as a family unit. I mean, how many how many times do you see this? I mean, and 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 I'm, you know, I'm guilty of it too. How many times do you see this? Let's say you go to a restaurant. And there's a family sitting at a table, four, five, six people, and they're all on their cell phones. No one's talking. No one's saying, "Hey, how was your day?" No one's uh, enjoying each other's company because they're all busy looking at their little screens. So spend time in nature. Get out. Go for a walk. You know, um, go camping, fishing. Anything that you like to do in the outdoors, do more of it. Or I'm going to try and start walking my dog. You know, and, and you'll notice that you're going to start to feel better because uh, the stress is out of your life because you're not worrying. You're not cooped up in your house and you're getting out there. You're breathing some fresh air. And, you know, it's just it's just a different pace. Uh, it's more peaceful and you just get to enjoy nature. And that's the other part of life that we sometimes forget about so number three be true to yourself no pretensions and what that means is you know don't spend your life on a career or a job just to impress other people okay your job and your career that is for you to maintain so you can take care of your family you can take care of yourself you can take care of your household. It, it's real easy to allow society to dictate your choices. So make your own decisions and, 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 and make it about what's important to you. All right. Mind what you eat. You said you might not realize this, but if you eat bad, you're going to feel bad. And if you, that's all you do is, is eat bad. You don't really notice it until you try to eat good. So make better choices, eat cleaner foods, research those foods that are going to be good for you, that make you feel better, that make your mind feel better, that improve memory and focus and stuff like that, because that will help your mind. That will help you, you know, be more peaceful, more balanced, and then eat good for like a week or so and see how that makes you feel. And then try eating some junk food and see how that makes you feel. And then decide which way do you would you rather live? Which way would you rather eat? And I know it's difficult for us because of convenience and because of taste and, you know, this and that. You know, eating healthy is more expensive. But you don't have to go full gung-ho and eliminate all of the bad foods. Just do a couple of meals here and there at a time. And that's what we've been trying to do here is to incorporate more uh, meals that are healthier for us little by little and then on top of that uh, the next thing is if you're going to eat healthy might as well be healthy all the way around and exercise on a regular basis you know exercise makes you feel good and it makes you feel good about yourself and it also not just good for your body but it's good for the brain so you know start with 10 15 20 minutes and, and I'm having to take my own advice here because uh I don't spend a lot of time exercising. In fact, I spend no time exercising. So if I start doing the things that I said about enjoying nature and taking my dog for a walk, I'm actually accomplishing two things there. Number six, it says do good deeds. This is a good way to take the focus off of yourself. 
because you're focusing on somebody else. It says when you do good deeds, you become more aware that others are struggling. And when you see that, it kind of makes you think, well, this person is struggling because of this reason. Now, am I as bad? Am I better? Am I worse? And you'll probably find that you may be the same or better, right? And then you'll be able to see that perspective of where you stand and you maybe feel better about yourself. So when you're kind and you take the time to do stuff for others, you can receive kindness too in return. And it just gives you a sense of pride and satisfaction when you help somebody else. And, you know, don't just do it for the fact that you want, you know, someone to thank you. Do it because it's going to make you feel better too. Uh, Here's a big one too, because a lot of people will go to work and they're just there and, uh, you know, work basically steamrolls you. Be assertive. Be open and forward with your needs and desires as far as work goes. Needs and desires here is not talking about you chasing after the office slut. You know, those are different kinds of desires. That will get you more trouble than you want. What is talking about is like, don't don't be passive, okay? Take more control of your role, your responsibilities, of your job, you know, as an individual. You know, if somebody comes in there and tries to constantly, you know, bully you and you know throw work on you it's like no don't stand for that because when somebody does less work and you pull their weight then that's added stress because you what are you going to do you're going to go home and you're going to complain to the wife about it you're going to complain to the kids you're going to be mad you're going to come home you're going to kick the dog no stand up to that person now don't go out there and kick their asses and shit but unless you have to but still be assertive without being aggressive you know Stand up for yourself and what you believe in. If you believe that 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 is not your responsibility and it belongs to somebody else, let them know. It's like, hey, guy, uh, that's not something that I do. And that's really your job. That falls on you. So take charge. Don't let others throw their work on you. You be in control. Okay. Meditate. We tend to forget about this one. Meditation can be calming. It helps you see life and its challenges more clearly when you focus on, you know, yourself and your mind, you know. Uh, If it seems that what you're doing is stressing you out, you know, everything that's going on at work is just putting this additional stress on you, just stop for a moment. Meditate and see if that makes a difference, you know. And if not, you may need a little bit, you know, more time. Take another five, ten minutes and meditate and see if that helps. Some need more than others. A good time to meditate is on the drive to work and on the drive from work. I know I spend my time listening to mostly podcasts or sometimes if I want to break from podcasts, I'll listen to, you know, my music on Spotify. But sometimes I don't feel like doing either one of those and I just ride in silence. And that's a real good time to just let your mind think. Just let all those obtrusive or intrusive thoughts just float through your head and kind of get them out of the way and let them clear yourself. That's a good time. Because you're going to be on the road for a good whatever time. For me, it's like 40, 45 minutes. So 
I just got to get home or I just got to get to work. And there have been some days where I get in my car and I'm thinking, I don't want to go to work, but I have to go to work. So that's a good time to work on meditating and focusing on your mind and saying, all right, I'm not going to let work get to me. All right. Here's one. Uh, Avoid trying to change others. You know, you can change yourself. You can work on yourself because you control yourself, but you don't control others. And you are not going to be successful at trying to get them to change. People will change when they want to change, when they seem to think it's necessary for them to change, not because you're asking them or because you're telling them to. You know, it's hard enough that you have to try to make changes yourself. So when you try to put those changes on somebody else, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, you know, work on that. Work on your own, um, you know, mental health and your physical well-being. That That's your primary goal. So, basically, the article is just telling, if you eat properly, you exercise and be true to yourself. Uh, it says here, there's no need to please other people. Be assertive and take control of your life. Avoid chasing after those things that society has determined to be important okay chase after those things that are important to you that are important to your family and that will result in a better life okay cut out all the extra stuff that you don't really need you have to ask yourself that question what do i need in life what do i want out of life and you can't be selfish about it i mean yes you can because there are certain things that you need but the extras you don't you know, whatever's going to benefit you and your family, your household, those are the things that you should focus on. Okay. Um, the other thing that uh, I said I was going to do, um, and which goes in line with this resolution that kind of tied together, is to read more books. And and the books that I'm I'm focusing on right now are those that are going to help me achieve balance and inner peace. So I actually bought some books. I ordered some. And I found four. I'm going to start with these four. Uh, And and these came highly recommended. Uh, The first one is called The Alchemist, which is a bestseller. Uh, I mean, this thing has been put out in so many different languages. And and it's basically, um, there's a lot going on because it's a fiction. It's a fiction book, but it's basically, the point of it is to follow your dreams, okay? Just follow your dreams and and focus on those things that are important to you. Kind of the theme of this whole of this whole podcast episode. Okay, the other one um, is the Purpose Driven Life. My wife actually has this book, so I don't have to go out and buy it. I just need to grab it and read it. Um, and I looked. At, I'm giving you some little summaries of what these books are, just in case you're interested in it or you want to say, "Hey, so what's this book about?" This is about a personal spiritual journey. And it, it gives you God's five purposes of human life on earth. Okay. These are the five things that God wants you to do with the rest of your life. Um, and, and, and it's broken down to uh, worship. Center your life around him. You know, if you have faith, you have to have some kind of faith in something. Okay. And I'm not saying you have to have a specific religion or anything like that. It's whatever you believe in. That's, that's worship. That's your faith. Uh, fellowship, connect with other believers, other people that are in line with your uh, f- beliefs in faith. 
you know, you, you should um, seek them out because that'll make you stronger on your faith. Discipleship. Cultivate spiritual maturity. Okay. Um, you just got to work on it, advancing it and, and getting more knowledge. So that's what that's about. Uh, service. Make a contribution with life or with your life. You know, like in that other in the previously I mentioned focusing on other people, you know, doing good. Let me see what is it? It's called. Uh, oh, not spend time in nature. It was. Um, oh, do good deeds. Yeah, that that's what that's about. You want to do good deeds. You you want to do God's service. Make a make a contribution in life to other people, to other you know organizations, charities donation things like that uh mission communicate god's love to others you know spread the word but don't don't get out there and be a bible thumper or like the uh, jehovah witness that come knocking on your door at seven o'clock in the morning on saturdays you know it's don't try to you know press or force your beliefs on other people you know if somebody opens up the conversation about it then you know give them your ideas on it but don't Try to slap them in the face with, with what your beliefs are. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be around that person. The other two books um, are my list. This next one is called Let That Shit Go. This one is about finding peace of mind no matter how busy you are. It says learn to put your life in perspective. Take each day one step at a time and steal moments of calm amid the chaos of life. Okay. Then the last book, which I cannot wait to start reading. In fact, I have it and I ordered it and it came in finally. And so I'm going to start reading this. This is the first one I'm going to start reading. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And basically, I looked it up just to, I wanted to get the actual summary. And the guy that uh, did the review on it, he says, I can give you the, the book in three sentences. Finding something important and meaningful in your life is the most productive use of your time and energy. This is true because every life has problems associated with it and finding meaning in your life will help you sustain the effort needed to overcome the particular problems you face. Thus, we can say that the key to living a good life is not giving a fuck about more things, but rather giving a fuck only about the things that align with your personal values. It's, it's basically the opposite of what the title says. It's like the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Well, you're not really not giving a fuck. You're giving a fuck about those things that are important to you. And that's what that book is about. And so I, I can't wait to start reading that. And if those things don't work out for me, when all else fails, fuck it. I'll just drink more alcohol. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this short episode. I'll see you next time. Later. I don't give a fuck.